Hello and welcome to Evolve Pipe Drive Podcast. We talk all things pipe drive, sales, apps, and pipe drive marketplace. My name is Bruce Bigel. I'm the owner of Evolve. Uh, we are a technology company based in the UK, working globally, helping businesses get more out of pipe drive through implementation, consultancy, and training. Today, I have the great pleasure to be joined by Pablo Gachego, the account executive at Mailshake. Mailshake is a sales engagement tool that helps your emails land in the inbox and not in spam. I'm really looking forward to this conversation for a couple of reasons uh, with Pablo. One, because he's been working in the SaaS space since 2019 and was a founding member of their outbound uh, efforts at Mailshake. He has his own podcast, Mind Your Own Business, where he speaks with entrepreneurs, sales leaders, business owners, and authors, asking questions around how to create an irresistible workplace with actionable activities any team can implement today. I would encourage you to check it out after this. Uh, the intro is great on its own and reminds me of CoffeeZilla. I don't know if you know of CoffeeZilla as the, the podcaster. Uh, an episode of note would be why company culture is not your company's responsibility and how to fix it uh, from Paul Pelletier. He's also working on his first book, How to Create an Irresistible Workplace, and is working on creating the very first company culture marketplace called Lustermind. So without further ado, Welcome, Pablo, and please can you introduce yourself and Mel Shake to our audience. Thank you, Bruce, for the for having me here for the best intro I've heard in my life. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, um, I'm an account executive at Mel Shake, and I also have my side projects, as you said. Um, my job at Mel Shake is to, an account, as an account executive, is to talk to prospects or people who are interested in purchasing our software. Uh, show them the value of it according to their specific needs, which is part of the job, which is get their needs at their core, uh, and then uh, helping them um, find the right solution to them, to, their, to those needs. Uh, Mailshake, on that same note, it's a sales engagement platform. So it's a software mm -hmm. that will help you um, prospect or have an outbound effort that that's efficient and that will get you leads uh, that will give you prospects and people interested in your services so you can grow your business uh, the way to do it is uh, with a multi-channel approach so email phone social selling or linkedin uh, are, are are the 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 channels we we have we support in in our platform mm -hmm. uh, so if you're a, a solopreneur they want to grow or if you're a, a consolidated software and you want to put that top of funnel what we call which is those initial conversations on autopilot then you can use a system such as mailshake uh, and then once people engage with the content you can just as an account executive for your business or for your company then help them you know decide and go with your with your own business so Convenient for sales teams that want to expand at scale, mm -hmm. but then you touch the point very important, Bruce, which is being mindful of the delivery of the emails or deliverability of the emails, which is becoming a very strict part of any email service provider, call it Google or Microsoft or GoDaddy or anyone really, um, because they're very strict when it comes to getting unknown messages or unwanted messages in your inbox, their goal is to keep your inboxes safe and my inboxes safe. And I, I prefer that, to be honest. Uh, 
10, 15 years ago, you would get an email from virtually anyone who had your email address out of the blue. And some people took advantage of that and they would spam or they wouldn't even, you know, do evil deeds uh, via email and people would, would, would this, yeah. Um, it, I mean, it, it, and, it's such, it's such a good point in terms of how the market and the software has kind of grown up, right? You know, from, uh, there's Gary Vee used to say that marketeers ruining everything. Um, and email was obviously one of them. There was a time when everyone read every single email that they had. I now don't even check my personal emails and I use it as a search inbox. Basically I search for something if I need to find it. The only emails, um, inbox I do check regularly is my personal, sorry, my work accounts, uh, and, and, and all my work ones basically, but my personal, I just use it as a, a search function. Um, but let, let, let's go back to, you said something there about uh, how you use it. So how, how's your team set up? So obviously, as, as an accountant exec, how do you use um, not just uh, MailShake, but how, how's the team structured in such a way that um, leads are sent, sent to you? And what's the kind of size of the business right now? You know, where are you all based? Just kind of paint a picture of, of MailShake. Yeah, so... A great starting point. So Moshig is a company, it's an American company uh, who's ba that's based in uh, Austin, Texas. Uh, the size of the company to this day is that less than 50 employees, so 46 currently. Uh, we're rapidly growing. Uh, we're gaining market share, so we need to expand the team, especially in, product, in the product size, so we can just make it better to compete uh, in the market. Um, and uh, yeah, our, our ideal ICP or ideal customer profile is uh, companies that are in, in software or any other industry that prospect. So we use Mailshake, of course. We have the blessing of use our own tool day in and out to go out there and acquire new business. Mm -hmm. So the way our team works is we have a, a group of SDRs or sales development representatives those are uh, people who call prospects or send e emails to prospects or send LinkedIn connection requests and messages to prospects uh, in the hopes of getting a meeting. In that meeting, uh, it will be me, the account executive, who takes the meeting, uh, understands the person's pain, and then tries to solve it with our tool. So and that sales uh, team is led by, well, our sales leadership, and um, we use it. In, in, in tandem with uh, Pipedrive, that's actually our, our CRM. Nice. Um, and uh, our our dialer is included in MailShake and the email outreach uh, technology is also included there. So we rely only on those two tools. The workflow is we put people into, we put prospects into a MailShake campaign. Once they engage with that, the, it's the SDR's job to create a deal in Pipedrive and notifying me, this is all automated. Yeah, like the, that piece. Uh, and then once they have, once I have them in my CRM pipe drive, then I can just move them from stage to stage depending where they're at. Um, part of the strategy of Melchik is to be to send emails, get notified when they open, click, uh, and they show some interest in our value offer mm. to make to call them. Uh, the likelihood of booking meetings is, is better if we do it that way. And that's our approach. Uh, that in tandem with 
very high personalization when it comes to emails, not templated emails, very personalized and relevant emails that are, you know, according to today's rules, especially for deliverability. And then uh, having a, a LinkedIn interaction as well. So it's not just like sending a connection request and pitching something in the first message. It's uh, connecting, engaging, and this can all be done within Mailshake, by the way. So connecting, engaging, and eventually starting a conversation via LinkedIn uh, just to see if they would potentially be interested in, in these services. Uh, the relevance of this is that when people see you on LinkedIn, uh, they saw your voicemail if they didn't pick up the phone, they see your emails, then the trust wall goes down and they will be open to have a conversation about you versus just sending just an email or just calling someone out of the blue because you're, they don't know you. And, yeah. you know, so that's the reason of the multi-channel approach, all of which can be done in Mailshake and all, you know, that's our process here. Yeah, so, so I like that. So obviously, so you've got your SDRs and uh, and from the AE side, you're pr probably working a lot more within Pipedrive. There's two things I want to uh, kind of dig into that. So one uh, was something you said about uh, the changing email uh, kind of, you don't use templates because you want to keep it personal and um, because of changing email regulations and things like that. So something I've seen recently is kind of the length of a subject line. So don't use, you know, questions, don't use people's first names, don't use, keep it to two to three words. I mean, do you have any research or, or it could be actual research that the company's done or just kind of uh, indicative research that you've found um, from a deliverability standpoint um, and, and open rates? Yeah, uh, we do have uh, extensive research in our website. You can find uh, a ton of articles that talk about, the, especially that's one of them, which is the length of the subject line. Mm. Uh, many people see their emails in their phones. They're on the go or they're out. If you if you have a very lengthy subject line, you wouldn't fit in the screen. And then again, thinking about their experience and their trust, they would just scroll. Mm. So. Uh, and this company called Lavender as well, which is a software that's pretty, that's pretty email wizards, software. you could call it email wizards. <laughs> yeah, everybody knows them by now, I think. Uh, they also talk about this and how if you're if you keep it short and simple, straight to the point, uh, not only is better for from from a deliverability standpoint, but it it also converts better once they hit the inbox uh, because it's easier to read, is uh, it's it's clean on the eye. And they just saw it on their on their phones uh, and their mobile phones, which is very practical. Uh, on that same note, though, I just want to touch base on deliverability itself. Deliverability is not only the copywriting piece, and here's where what many people gets it wrong. It's not just changing a subject line or having fewer URL or links in your mm -hmm. in your emails, which is true. That's something you should do. But way before that, you need to uh, have uh, certain things in place. So you need to warm up your email inboxes. Warming up means that you want to build a good reputation in the eyes of Google and Microsoft or any other SMTP. So they don't think you're suspicious. Uh, you want to build that reputation. It takes a couple of months. You, can, you, you have ways with an AI system to shrink it into days or weeks. We can talk about that. Another thing to do is before you send your emails to clean that data. So you want to clean an email and validate those emails. 
so they don't bounce. If they bounce more than 5%, 10%, the likelihood of you being taken to a blacklist is too high. So it's too mm-hmm. risky. You want to you know, uh, diminish that, that risk by cleaning your data. And another thing is if, you're, if you've been in any blacklist, which you can check if you go to websites such as MailGenius, GlockOps, or MailTester, or MX Toolbox, all these free resources online will give you, will have an assessment of your domain so you have a baseline. If you've been in a blacklist, you need to double down on warming up and email deliverable and like keeping your, uh, your reputation safe. If you haven't, it's also a good idea to still warm up and be mindful of these practices so you can just crack, you know, you can just land in the inbox. Once that's in place, it's a good time to start with a, a sequencer or a sales engagement tool uh, that can throttle those emails. So it's a mistake to send cold emails using a CRM, let's say, mm. uh, even though you can create sequences, but the whole point of a CRM is customer relationship relationship management. So they're customers. They should be customers, and they're they're not. They're your prospects. You want them to be your customers, so you can add them into a sequencer in your CRM once they opted in, once they're mm-hmm. expecting your emails. Otherwise, it's uh, even in some of in some of the CRMs, it's against their policies to send cold mm-hmm. emails uh, for GDPR reasons and whatnot. Well, so, PipeDrive's own campaigns won't allow you to. So yeah, their own campaigns uh, function uh, module won't allow you to send cold emails. Um, There you have it. Yeah. And the reason why is that because their their technology is to send, if you want to send 100 emails, 100 emails will be sent at the same time. Yeah. And Google and Microsoft, they will know that. They will notice that. And it's impossible for a human being to send 100 emails at the same time. I can click really fast. (laughs) That fast? (laughs) We should have a really challenge. Fun. You should put <laughs> me on the international track and field on the old PlayStation back in the day. Was, oh, that's really a good fun. one. <laughs> um, so because they know it, they know you're using a tool and they're not very fond of that because, again, they want to keep your inboxes clean. Yeah. So all those, all that process that I'm telling you, it's not like the sales engagement piece of sending email, any almost... Any software can send an email, but to send a cold email is a different a different game. So there's a difference between cold and I just mentioned cold email. I yeah. want to explain the difference between cold and warm email. Mm-hmm. So warm emails are emails that you send to people that have opted in, the people that went to your website, filled out a form, they're expecting your emails. So for that purpose, tools such as MailChimp who's been there for years, marketing tools, newsletters. Mm. They, they're they expecting your emails. They want to see your offers. That's good. But then what about people that haven't opted in? Maybe you met them in person. Maybe they can, you know, they reply. But technically, Google doesn't know that. So technically speaking, uh, they haven't opted in. So that's cold. Mm. So for those, you need to have a different set of rules. Throttling the emails, sending them every five minutes in a system, Having an AI help you with text replacements and whatnot, uh, ideally A-B test, and then, yes, be mindful of the length of the subject line, not using too many links because every link is a piece of code. The heavier the code it is, the more suspicious you become because that's what spammers used to do back in the day. 
so being very like strategic about it is the best way to go. If that's the route you want to do, if it's if you're new, then new or not, I would suggest you 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 delegate that and you reach out to a vendor that's done this, as someone like an expert who yeah. knows how to send cold emails and ask them about deliverability. The main reason about the main reason of why this matters is because if you are doing it wrong, your reputation is at stake. And by reputation, I mean your website, which is your name online. We've had customers that had to change the name of the business because they were so deep into the blacklist that they got blocked so often that eventually they just had to change the name of the of the business. And yeah. well, that's that's just awful. So because they don't trust you anymore. It, like we talked about the credit score yeah. and it would be like having the credit score so low that no one trusts you anymore and no one will give you money. And maybe you have money and maybe you changed, but they don't know that. And you need to build that reputation. So yeah. the reason of the, the reason why deliverability is important is because you don't want to crash your car. You want also to get results, but keeping your name safe and clean because yeah, you don't want any, Dooms like catastrophic scenarios to happen to your business. Yeah, it's very so, so for for those uh, that so the credit score Pablo is talking about there was uh, like a domain credit score, right? So um, when you talk about this, it just makes me feel like you, you know it's like a um, before you meet your wife, you don't ask someone to become your your wife on on the first time you meet them. You have to try, build trust and authority, make sure they. Um, you're a good person, all those things like that. So you got to, there are some steps to take before you um, uh, do, do the leap there. But um, do, do, on, on on Mailshake, what, what's the? Because obviously it, it integrates natively with PipeDrive, and I mean, did we touch upon the uh, the development house? Are, are the development house based in the US? Um, obviously, you've you got customers all over the world, but what what's the um, kind of size of that dev team, and, and what's that roadmap look like? Yeah, so the dev team currently, so we have people, we're remote first, so yeah. we have people all over the place. Uh, our dev team is mainly based in the US. Mm -hmm. uh, we also have uh, some, some team members in Turkey and Pakistan, mm -hmm. but the majority of it, I would say 80% of our, of our team is based in, in, in Austin, Texas, actually, just the city, not just the US, the US mm -hmm. but the city of Austin. Um, yeah, the road roadmap is to increase that not to grow that number as we grow, because uh, in the market we're in is very crowded, as you can imagine, like uh, sales engagement. And the thing is that we have big names to compete with, that we need to be like so our value offer, our differentiator is deliverability. Hmm. is how to get in the inbox so you can book more meetings versus flashy integrations and AI that are great, but the base of that is just to get into the inbox of people so you can book those meetings, so you can bring that revenue in, and yeah. then you can build on top of that. So that's our value offer. We have the technology for that. However, there are other companies that have a bigger name out there. And so we need to compete and be you know, at the top of our game always to 
to yeah to, to to be in the market to keep growing i i think that's a really key but you can <laughs> a friend of mine used to say uh you know, you can roll a shit in glitter, but it's still a piece of shit, right? Um, and I'm not <laughs> yeah. saying that adding AI to poor deliver a software that has poor deliverability makes it poo. But there is a case here. If you're going to be using a sales engagement platform that with email at the core of that of that multi outreach omni channel experience, you want to make sure that your your emails are getting in the inbox. <laughs> it, it, it's a pr- pretty key piece of uh, the puzzle there. It's pretty basic. So, yeah. Bruce, let's say, what's your dream country to visit? My dream country to visit, Antarctica. Antarctica, okay. What do you think, let's say you book the, the tickets, what do you think is the first thing you need to do when going to Antarctica? Get some warmer clothes. <laughs> well, that's, in that case, yeah. <laughs> I was looking for um accommodation to to be mm. like the first thing you besides the ticket you know of course how to get there yeah but then where are you going you know like if 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 you can go there you can i'm sorry like the first thing to do is knowing how to get there you know the, the ticket the plane and the accommodation and then you can talk about yeah let's book a tour guide for this let's watch some penguins or I don't really know what's happening in Antarctica. <laughs> I, don't but... think there's a, I don't think there's too much there. I've just always thought it'd be fascinating to go. Yeah. Yeah. No, you got me with that example. But, I... <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> but, uh, but you get the point. Like the first thing is just to get there. Once you're in there, in the door, then everything else like follows, but you can build on top of that. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. So in terms of, you said that you guys use um, PipeDrive internally. Obviously, the, these the two systems do integrate natively. So, um, how, how easy is it to to install? What, what's the kind of um, integration process there? Yeah, that's a that's a great point because we do use uh, we do use uh, the CRM uh, PipeDrive, and um, it integrates natively. So you have two way native integration. So if you want to build sequences and cadences, multi channel. Uh, touch points in Mailshake, you can just add your leads into PyDrive. Mailshake will pull those leads, operate on autopilot, and then push them back once they engage with the content. That's one way to go about it. Uh, the other way is to upload them directly into uh, Mailshake as a pre-screening software. And once they do engage, you, ju- you can just create deals, qualified deals uh, in PyDrive, and, and you can still have the automation there. So integration takes five minutes. It just need, you need to have the admin access. You just connect yeah. with the tool, grant access to it, and then when you create the campaigns in Mailshake, um, have the specific campaign at Mailshake to match the list of leads or the deal stage or whatever it is you have in in PipeDrive to for them to communicate effectively and then you don't have any mistakes in there. But it's very easy. Yeah, and, and our, so we'll have a link in the description below for the, the demo of this as well. Um, and you can obviously have, get your own personal demo as well. But uh, I have seen this and there's, there's some nice kind of sequencing where you move a deal to a specific stage and then it has its own sequencing once it reaches that stage, right? So if it, if it, so there's a whole lead scoring piece. So if they open it multiple times, it might fast track to a different stage. So it's, it's, it's a really nice integration. 
Um, but yeah, so we'll have links in the description below and or just get your own personal demo as well um, from the guys there. Um, so I kind of want to touch a little bit more about yourself here, right? So what was your story? How, how did you end up being the, starting the Outbound AE um, program at Mailshake? Um, and, and, and so how do you start it and how's it going? And what's your what's your plan with the? Uh, I love the whole idea of luster mind. Where, where did that come from, and what's it? What's that kind of driving force behind great company culture? Is it because you guys are remote first, and this is kind of you, you felt some experiences, some pains there, um, for as a business owner that's building a business with a remote team? I'd be really interested to hear what you've got to say there. Yeah, so um, that's the tough one which is to talk about yourself when i get these mm -hmm. questions so it's kind of the, the well let, let, let's let's the, let's call the person that's going to answer this question jason um so what would, <laughs> <laughs> a, a new person jason like i'm um, dr like uh jekyll and mr hyde here exactly, uh, yeah. no um so well i started in sales as an sdr i think so an sdr is sales development representative it's someone who's reaching out to people uh, in the hopes of getting conversations, those conversations are being pushed to someone else in the team for them to close and bring revenue to the company. So that initial conversation, we call it top of funnel, which is having a, like if you think about a funnel, everybody's in here, your ICP, your ideal customer profile, and then the top of the funnel is to close them. So I started as an SDR in a different company that um, for two years, I think, Almost everyone who's in sales starts an, as an SDR. Mm. The role of an SDR is to call, cold call, call people, cold email people, again, in the hopes of getting conversations. So it's not the easiest job in the world, um, but I started to like sales and just like the psychology of it uh, and just like influencing, but not without manipulation, but influence, influencing and just like how to have a better communication with people. Then I started working at Mailshake as a inbound uh, rep. So people that went to the, like you, if you want to go and book a demo at Mailshake, you simply go to mailshake.com and book a demo. By, by doing that, you are an inbound lead uh, for Mailshake. It means that the lead came to Mailshake, not the other way around. Mm -hmm. um, so I started doing demos and, and solving people's need crafted the art of the art of discovery discovering people's needs and pains in order to solve them with the software uh, and then at some point we wanted to go up market so we built the outbound team uh, i was a founding member of the outbound team uh, there was a time of restructuring like not restructuring structuring from scratch that department what it means who's our icp what's our message how are we going to do this all those fun and challenging questions uh, had to be solved. And now we're uh, in a place where the growth is is just uh, substantial and, and steady. Um, as far as the my side project, the Luster Mind, uh, I am a very, um, <laughs> so I had, I was diagnosed with depression many years ago, mm -hmm. uh, not to, just have a sad tone and that's behind me now uh, yeah. hopefully uh, not hopefully uh, gladly uh, but that had me like i was thinking about some things in my in the back of my mind of how to be happier what it means to be happy 
uh, what's fulfillment like? Uh, I had a good job. I had a steady income. Why am I not fulfilled? Mm-hmm. So all these questions came to my mind, came to realize that a lot of people are thinking, thinking alike. So they're thinking the same way uh, of, you know, depression, anxiety, burnout, they are very real and they have to do with the workspace that you're in. So, and the reason why I tackle the workspace is because nowadays millennials, uh, we think about, think about religious institutions. They're not as strong as they used to be. Think about spiritualities. They're not as strong communities where everything is digital now. Uh, even this conversation, that's great, but it's not the same. I would prefer for us to have a real actual cup of coffee right now next to each other, you know? Um, so those things are eroding kind of, but the one thing we cannot escape from is our jobs, is work. We have to work. Everybody does if they want to survive. So if I focus on the well-being of someone's mental health at work, then the rest will follow. At least I did that part. And that comes with culture, leadership and your your surrounding the, the environment you're in so this happened way before i started mailshake it was always something that's and i've been passionate about so yeah. i like to talk about and read about read a lot about leadership what it means to have a great team leader what it looks like what's a good company culture uh besides the money piece what actually makes a great team great and you can take a look at sports um like theater groups, uh, even like countries, how they develop themselves. Uh, any, any team that you can measure, they all leave traits and those tra- traits are tracked. And my goal is to have that knowledge and apply it to any team today um, so they can just thrive as teams because that would therefore bring happiness to them. They won't suffer from anxiety, burnout or depression. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they will be fulfilled, and then they can just take care of, you know, the significant other and their kids. I don't want to deal with that, like for them. But I can help with the with the job piece. So that's kind of my journey. Um, of course, as life, there's a lot of details that I left out. But in short, I want to. I just want to. I don't want to bore people with with this story. <laughs> well, no. I, I, th- thank you for sharing. I, I, I don't think people would be bored, and I would. Um... From my side, when I was doing my research for, for the school, I wanted to hear it kind of firsthand, you know, how it came to be. And I'll certainly still consider, I will still follow this journey and, and as it builds out. And um, because I, I think I think it is so important and something was, uh, we are touching on a new uh, phase of work, meaning, like, you know, what, what it, you know, all, all those things, the intersection of all, all of those pieces um community what the hell is a community if you don't go out and visit your friends anymore so um yeah i, I think it's re- i think it's really really important uh yeah i look forward to seeing uh what comes next with it so uh Thank you. Before, before we sign off um i've got a couple of quick fire questions but they can be long form answers right so quick fire questions long form answers um <laughs> With Mailshake, what's your favorite use case that you've seen um, someone use? It might be yourself or internally or someone else that's used it. Um, I want to say two companies, ClickUp and Leadable. Mm. Um, 
one of them is an agency, one of them is a software. The agency can is using MailStream on behalf of others, putting everything on autopilot, and they grew the agency very big. Uh, and they, are, they have a happy relationship with their customers because they can just uh, delegate everything, the, their mm. clients, to the agency, and the agency can get results with Mailshake. And then all the three of us is like, we, we're we growing together. So I think that's great. Mm. ClickUp is more like a, the traditional um, uh, customer, let's say it's not an, an agency. So it's just, it's a software and that helped grow their first 100 customers um, with Mailshake, which, which is great because the first, the initial customers are harder to get, you know, once you run out of friends and ref- referrals, then you actually need to sell. Mm. <laughs> and so those initial hundred is uh, critical for, for, for them and any business. So I want to say those two, uh, I can share the links of, of where you can find their, awesome. their information. And what would you say for top tips for those getting started with Mailshake? Um, for those getting started and then for those that are looking to really excel, um, some of them might have been using it for six months or so, but, you know, but they want to excel in, in, in with the platform. Yeah. So if you're absolutely new, I would say start with the warm up, warm up your accounts so you don't get into trouble. And then once you have a warm up, you, ha- you can take tackle the DMARC situation and then have an expert onboard you into into Mailchick or any sales engagement for that matter. Uh, but Mailchick is good. And once you have that in there, um, have them help you by creating the sequences and the copywriting itself. If you are already doing it, then I would say assess your domain just to see where you are. If you're in blacklist, how bad, how good or bad your reputation is at the moment. If it's bad, then reach out. If it's not so bad, then still have a, like, if, if it's not bad, then you're in good shape. But if it's bad, then I would say reach out to the team of experts. Again, Moshe can help with that. Uh, fix your deliverability first. Otherwise, you just won't get results. It's going to be very difficult. And then the thing is that the, the, the company next to you, maybe they are focusing on deliverability and maybe they're gaining market share. Uh, because of that. So you want to you catch up, you want to assess the health of your domain, see if everything's in check. If that's the case, then you're good to go. If not, reach out, we can help with that. And then you're, you'll be on the right track. And, and, for, and for a season pro that wants to get more out of it, what would you say there? For a season pro, um, yeah, I mean, we all need to be landing in the inbox. Email mm-hmm. is uh, the preferred way of communication for so many people you always want to be seen even if you're if even if you're in marketing customer success or or even a newsletter or anything you have um, even internal communications you always want to have that good reputation so you hit the inbox of others Um, so even even then i would say same thing deliverability is going to is going to be key especially in 2023 2024 Google has cracked down their efforts, uh, you know, the, the walls. I mean, they're very strict. Microsoft will follow because they go hand in hand when it comes to security policies. As you're becoming very difficult to reach out to people's inbox more than ever. So especially now, especially if you're big and you want to stay big, then and if you use email, so everybody. So I would say focus on deliverability as well. 
Yeah, there was something you mentioned earlier about the the difference between a cold email and email, that there is a difference, right? So, yeah. and at the heart of that is deliverability. So um, as a business and as a person that uses Pipedrive, we, we know that Pipedrive listen to the podcast, are there any feature requests that you would uh, like to see in the platform? Yeah, so we are always working on, on our integrations. So on our roadmap is the integration that in which you can actually connect the tasks, uh, Pipedrive right. tasks with Milkshake tasks as well. So the workflow will be absolutely seamless. Mm -hmm. At this point, you would need to create the sequences in Milkshake. And there are still some clicking between mm -hmm. the two. Uh, it's nothing crazy, but we actually want to help Pipedrive users to just, you know, don't worry about it because the system, they're helping you with it. So. Yeah that's kind of the future of, of that integration. Very cool. Um, and is there anything you'd like to say before we, I, I know there's something that you told me before that uh, I'll say if you don't mention it here, um, but is there anything in particular you'd like to uh, cover before we sign off today? Um, I think we covered everything, Bruce, to be honest. Um, delighted so, to so be what, here. What, what I wanted to say then was the, uh, for anyone that's listening uh, to this, we will have links in the description below to get your own personal demo. Um, but also the, the guys at Mailshake have been kind enough to offer a double um, uh, money back guarantee. Uh, was, it ex was it from 30 days to 60 days? Um, exactly. Yeah. So if you were to try Mailshake, you have a one month money back guarantee. Uh, for listeners here, they can reach out to me. We'll have I'll have the the links in in, in the show notes. Yeah, uh, and you'll have sixty days as a money back instead of thirty days. In sixty days, you can just try integrations, even get some results. The tool can pay for itself, and then you still have time to have a money back if it if it doesn't work. We don't ask why. So if you don't if you simply don't like it, then get your money back. Yeah. Uh, so that buffer of two months is. Is, is there for 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 you nice no much appreciated uh so that's it for this week um thank you for listening to evolve pipe drive podcast uh where, where we talk all things pipe drive sales apps and pipe drive marketplace at evolve we're a technology consultancy based in the uk working globally helping people that are on pipe drive get more from the system and their wider tech stack um, through implementation consultancy and training if you found this insightful please let us know what you think in the comments Hit like, subscribe, or share with someone you think will find this useful. We value all of your feedback. Um, Pablo, thank you. Thank you so much, Bruce. Uh, it's been a pleasure to be here.